Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, not too long ago, I was talking shop with a fellow aquarium hobbyist, a vendor guy, uh, who runs a company in a different sort of sector of the industry. And we talked about our businesses and the challenges, the customers and the hobby in general, you know, the usual stuff. Now, around midpoint in the discussion, there was this weird pause. And why was this? Well, both of us were totally blown away by an enormous hunger in the hobby for seemingly basic hobby information. And not surprisingly... You know, I when I you know, and I was done with the call, I was checking back through many of the emails and some of the DMs and so forth that I received over the past few months, and I was kind of blown away by the fact that the amount of questions that we field on stuff that would be considered primary aquarium keeping technique was like overwhelmingly disproportionate to more advanced topics discussed in our social media or here on the tent or during presentations at clubs or whatever. Now Sure, as a hobby vendor, especially one who puts a fair amount of content out like I do, you're alternatively sort of a a friend, a teacher, a therapist, a mentor, and always a fish geek. And it goes with the territory, and I love that. But, like, I was surprised that this was, like, you know, so prevalent. It was amazing. Sure, the questions about botanical-style aquarium stuff were a little more focused, and, you know, there were quite a few really cool esoteric biotope and process-related queries, but... The underlying questions of the vast majority of them were focused on things like the nitrogen cycle, managing bioload, and what I call remedial questions about pH and hardness and stocking and suitability of various uh, materials for aquarium usage. You know, the, oh, I collected some whatever from my backyard. Can I use these in a tank? I, now, I like to say that there's no such thing as a stupid question. However, there is such a thing as a fundamental question, one which, although wrapped in more advanced or arcane topic stuff like botanical style blackwater aquariums or whatever, is essentially a question about a basic tenet of aquarium keeping that should have been understood from day one in the hobby, long before the reader ever stumbled on, you know, tenon aquatics and the tint and all this stuff. Yeah, it's sort of strange. I mean, on one hand, you're happy to have people engaged and interested in the stuff we talk about here. I, I am. I love that. However, on the other hand, I'm often scratching my head wondering why more hobbyists seem to lack an understanding of some of the most basic hobby concepts. We've talked about this concept, this idea for a while, and we've tried to get uh, our heads around it. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we kind of left it at that, my friend and I, but I thought about it more and I think, well, I thought, why would this be? Why do so many hobbyists seem to lack an understanding of the basics? And I sometimes wonder if the root cause is that there's just too much, I don't know, distraction lying Just past that entry level to the hobby. You're like, huh? What? No, I mean, we're in what I like to call the postmodern era of aquarium keeping, where hobbyists are trying all sorts of advanced techniques and technology, and they're sharing, you know, immediately during the the internet. Everybody's an Instagram influencer or a brand evangelist or whatever you want to call it these days. And man, if you have a YouTube channel, you're instantly branded as a expert by the masses, you know? Today's hobbyist is far different than the hobbyist of only a couple of decades ago for many reasons. 
Aquatic hobbyists spend a collective fortune on the latest and greatest equipment, you know, lighting technology, controllers, filters, pumps, etc. We're bombarded with lots of data on husbandry and animal care and setting up systems, etc., etc., etc. Advanced hobbyists, you know, true experts, easily interact with outright beginners thanks to the power of the internet and forums release a lot of barriers. You can go into contact with all kinds of people. Then we have the gadgets and all these other products that promise to leapfrog you to success with minimal struggle. And they're all just like an iTab, an iPad tap away. Information's like everywhere. Well, maybe the information is everywhere, but I get the sneaking feeling that many hobbyists are not taking advantage of all of it. I saw this in the reef aquarium world near daily. Like, why would reefers who have a 200-gallon-plus system with thousands of dollars in livestock and equipment be completely struggling and have super-specific detailed questions and dramatic misconceptions about really basic shit like the nitrogen cycle, alkalinity, water quality, and stocking, stuff they should have acquired as fledgling hobbyists or during their planning phases in their you know hobby adventure. We're literally bombarded with stuff about shortcuts and hacks and... Little emphasis seems to be given to the far less sexy natural processes which control what happens in aquatic ecosystems. Now, how could this be? Now, put a tack in that. We'll come back to that later. You know, another observation that I have is sort of a strange misappropriation or perhaps a disconnect that many hobbyists seems to have about nature and its processes, all of which, of course, influence what happens in our own aquariums. It seems that cool visuals of beautiful aquariums online have given many of us an exemption from having to understand what goes on in the wild and how it can actually influence, you know, their home aquariums. And it shouldn't be this way. This is at least part of the reason why we at Tannin have invested so much time, energy, and money in sharing, inspiring, I hope, and hopefully interesting information about the wild tropical habitats um, and, you know, how they form and function and and how they can be incorporated into our aquariums. Oh, and, and how we can protect them from environmental threats. That's kind of important, right? Yeah. If we can't grasp what goes on in the wild, then we're going to have a lot of trouble, you know, trying to grasp what's going on in our aquariums. Okay, I think I've identified some of the key issues there and time for a little more analysis and maybe a few ideas of how to fix them. And, well, of course, I, I have a couple of thoughts and theories about why, right? That's just me. First of all, the internet has changed everything. There's no escaping that. And I know you're going to say, okay, Feldman, go ahead and blame the net, slap Twitter, YouTube, slap Instagram while you're at it, whatever. Yeah, the low-hanging fruit, right? Well, perhaps. But hear me out on this. I think that the internet and all the information access it provides has been culture-changing. It's amazing. However, some of the changes in our hobby may not be for the better. It sort of exploits the less attractive parts of the human psyche, like impatience and desire, There was a time when a beginner in the hobby went down to the local fish store, had a conversation with the staff about starting a tank, and was often sent home with some information and perhaps even cracked a book or two before he or she ever bought a tank, let alone a fish. It took some time, a little bit of effort, and required us to take a tiny amount of initiative. Oh, and it took a lot of patience. With the internet, all this information that you had to go out to obtain is readily available on your phone or your laptop, along with forums where... You know, a new fish geek can discuss the, the hobby with all kinds of experienced veterans. You don't even have to leave your couch or get dressed. It's amazing. All this stuff right at your fingertips. That's great. I love it. It's been profound. However, there's also hundreds of these, like, you ever see these things called build threads, advertisements? And then, of course, there's online vendors just like me dangling all sorts of goodies, you know, in front of the neophyte. Lessons that seem to show flashy results with little discussion of the underlying boring stuff. Like, you know, the nitrogen cycle, shit like that. You can just move. For just a few dollars, you can have all this cool stuff delivered overnight to your door. 
If you do it right and you can afford to do it, you'll be able to go from thinking about starting an aquarium to uh, having a full-fledged high-octane system with all the latest expensive gear and livestock by next weekend, if you do it right, according to these people. So maybe part of this is a cultural shift brought about by the era of e-commerce and instant information. There, there are, you know, things that are just easier now. And again, this is not bad. It's just indicative of where we are as a society. We've become so accustomed to wanting something and getting it like fast. That's like, why research the underlying processes which control what happens in your tank? I mean, there are products and equipment available that can give you professional results with virtually a plug and play setup. Yeah, you know, you can bypass all that boring nonsense like understanding the nitrogen cycle or the concept of water quality management. We have live bacteria in a bottle, electronic controllers to set things up for us, LED lighting. It's easy. Perhaps even too easy. Have we simply decided in this super fast-paced era that we live in to just bypass the learning curve? Are we a culture and as businesses, are, are we so eager to get new hobbyists into our purchasing funnels that we're enabling them to bypass the sort of dues-paying part of the hobby climb to success? I mean, should there be a dues-paying time anyway? It's a valid question, although perhaps a bit harsh. I mean, who has the right to dictate that? Besides, why do you need to pay dues? <laughs> on the other hand, we're exposing hobbyists, you know, at least us on the vendor side, to financial ruin and most important, hapless animals to death because the newbie wants a rare cichlid or deepwater acro and should be able to keep it because of you know, her crazy filter, all these fancy additives, the protein skimmers, the controllable LED lighting, DC water pumps, and, you know, a capable electronic controller and blah, 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 all that stuff. This sort of dovetails nicely with my next theory. I mean, why bother to go to the effort of fully understanding the physiological and environmental aspects of what the plants and fishes need? The equipment will take care of it, right? Besides, we don't have the time. Now, you could carry this logic about time to the nth degree and look at larger cultural shifts, right? I mean, it's not just in the aquarium hobby. I mean, there's parallels here. We could argue that we've gotten to the point where no one wants to brew a cup of coffee anymore. We have the K-cup to do that. And I laugh every time I see those commercials. At least you see them here in the States uh, for these meal kits. These, they deliver uh, the meal to you online. You know, you, you, it's, you just open a few packages of prepared stuff, heat it up, you know, mix it in pan or whatever, and you're done. Instead of going to the refrigerator and gathering the ingredients, heating them up and basically doing the same thing and maybe shopping instead of just clicking a, a box online, maybe we're too busy. I, I get it. The idea, but, but I don't understand these, these concepts. Oh, actually I do. Wait, the idea is that you get things to a finished product without the underlying tedium or learning the, you know, the processes or techniques involved to get them because it saves time. We're, we're too busy. Yet, interestingly enough, as a hobby, we will spend a fortune fixing the problems brought on by some of these advances and the gaps they've left in our knowledge. Or worse, we'll just quit. Think I'm overreacting? I don't think so. I've been approached as a vendor uh, in both the freshwater and the, the, the particularly in the, the reef side when I was a coral vendor. I was, I was approached numerous times to give remedial reef keeping lessons to people who have spent an obscene amount of money invested in their reef tanks that would put mine to shame equipment-wise problem was they hadn't a clue about the animals that they built their technological shrines for. And I know a lot of fellow vendors and local fish store people who've had the same experiences. And I ask you, have we as a hobby and industry made the process of actually understanding the life forms that we keep secondary to simply acquiring them or acquiring the stuff to support them? Kind of makes me shudder a bit. And I'm not trying to take, you know, the, the old, uh, you guys had it all so easy. I had to walk to school through six feet of no you know, snow mentality that, you know, the thing that our parents used to tease us about. 
No, it's not about, you know, newbies have to pay their dues. They don't have the right to success. That's all bullshit. The point is we owe it to our animals and to ourselves to understand this stuff. This is where the institution of the local fish store will shine above all else. Talking to people who live, breathe, and sleep aquarium keeping will help. Vendors online, same thing applies. Hopefully a lot of them are, are, and I know quite a few of them, will take the time to, to explain things and discuss stuff with you. You know, hobby forums are out there and they have a responsibility for perpetuating a responsible educational culture. Too much is at stake. When the Pet Industry Joint Advisory Council here in America shows that the average person is in the hobby for only like 18 months before they throw in their arms in, in frustration and leave, something's wrong. Especially when we're selling millions of dollars of expensive equipment and livestock and all kinds of stuff to the very people who are bailing out in droves. This isn't just a fight to create more understanding and awareness. It's literally a fight for survival of the hobby and the art of aquarium keeping. Yeah, it's a cultural shift, pure and simple. In a world where people are supposedly not able to retain more than 280 characters of information and where there's apparently an algorithm for pretty much everything, some prognosticators will assert that we simply have lost the ability to absorb information on you know, things that are not considered relevant to our immediate goal. I don't know. If the immediate goal is to have a great-looking tank, apparently we don't want to take the time to learn the groundwork that it takes to get there and to sustain a system on a long-term basis. I suppose it's far more interesting and apparently immediately gratifying to learn about what gear or products can get us where we want and what fishes and corals and plants are available and how fast we can get them. I don't buy any of this, but the problem is we as a hobby tend to function as if this is indeed the way things are. And we perpetuate this by, well, dumbing everything down. We feature the superficial aspects of the hobby, how cool the tanks look, etc., while failing to get people to grasp the basics. You even see this in many of those build threads I keep talking about. It's a huge thing on the reef side of the hobby. In many of these, these build threads, and I talk about them because that's like a big part of reef culture. Anybody who's kept a reef tank, spent time on reef forums will see these things. You know, someone wants to share their experience of building their tank, which is cool, but you'll see this detailed rundown of, it'll usually start with all the equipment that they're gonna get, really expensive shit, like stuff you could only dream of, laid out, thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Then the shots of the assembly, you know, and you know, really cool, and they'll put their kid in the tank to, you know, kind of make the fun thing out of it, and it, it's fun. Uh, the shots of the solutions that they came up with, problems encountered on the way, usually which are just more expensive equipment purchases. And then ultimately you'll see, you know, pics of the finished tanks and healthy fishes and corals, boom, you know, cool. It's all very interesting and a lot of them are really helpful. But the weirdness starts when in the middle of some of these threads, you'll see the builder asking about, you know, stuff like why he's experiencing this massive algae outbreak or why all the coral frags he just spent a fortune on are dying in this brand new state-of-the-art tank. Often they'll blame a batch of bad salt or, you know, a pump that doesn't work, you know, quite as advertised. Yet the continued questions and the ensuing discussions make you wonder why this ill-informed, yet apparently very financially comfortable individual went off on a five-figure joyride building this dream tank with an apparent complete ignorance of many of the hobby fundamentals. I'm often dumbfounded at the incredible lack of hobby basics many of these people show. Just because you're a great DIY person, you know, you can do all kinds of things yourself, or you have this massive amount of disposable income to buy all the stuff you see advertised online for your 400-gallon reef aquarium or, you know, African cichlid tank or whatever, it doesn't make you a knowledgeable or experienced hobbyist. It just doesn't. Algae, the nitrogen cycle, fish diseases, none of them give a shit about that. Okay, I'm sounding very cynical, and... Perhaps I am, but the evidence is out there and it's in abundance and it's kind of discouraging at times, but it doesn't have to be that way either. 
Look, I am not trying to be the self-appointed guardian of the aquarium hobby. I'm simply calling us out. I'm not lamenting progress in our civilization. I'm asking for us to look at this stuff in the hobby context. Realistically, however, to sort of hold ourselves accountable a little bit. Yeah, no one has the right to tell anyone that what they're doing is not the right way. But we have to instill upon the newbies to our hobby the importance of understanding the basics. Like many other vendors, I offer products to people and I don't educate them on every single aspect of aquatic husbandry. It's hard to do that and it's outside of what we do every day. I spend most of my day teaching you about the nitrogen cycle or how to fill a tank with water or whatever. That's not what we do here. I do write a lot of blogs and articles and lecture all over the world, so I I know doing something to reach people is important. I know I'm doing something, but likely not enough. I think I need to do it better. I'll continue to write more about basic sort of stuff and how it impacts our specialty uh, more than maybe I write about what's on my mind at any given time. Do I need to do that? Perhaps. Does it help? I don't know. We all have to sort of do our part. I do know that we all need to tell hobbyists stuff like it is without sugarcoating everything. There's dozens of posts and build threads, again, I constantly talk about build threads, it's weird, on forums and on Facebook groups that do provide really great information to hobbyists. It's good stuff, along with plenty of articles by experienced hobbyists and aquarists discussing any number of arcane and fascinating aquarium-related topics. There's great YouTube channels out there like our friend Rachel O'Leary's, which provide information that will flat out make you a better hobbyist. It's just amazing stuff. Yet, for all this good stuff, we still see what appears to be a very superficial understanding of the hobby by so many hobbyists. And I feel sorry for these people, as well as for the animals, of course, that are exposed to potentially fatal situations caused by pure ignorance. These hobbyists also miss the joy that comes with understanding and applying something that they've learned. We need to stress this more. It's not scary. You can take the time to do that. It's supposed to be fun. It's part of the fun. Look, we all make mistakes. Part of the hobby and part of the learning curve. I get it. No one seems to want to talk about that. No no one wants to present the dark side of the aquarium hobby at least once in a while. We need to talk about this stuff. Sure, it's more fun to just show the kick-ass finished aquarium and it's, you know, award-winning aquascape and all that stuff. But when I see many indications that hobbyists are just not grasping the basic information they need to be successful, I feel a little sense of disappointment. I feel like we, all of us who are experienced in this great hobby and industry, are possibly letting down a whole generation of hobbyists. I'm giving us a bit of an ass kicking. Yeah, I think we need to sit down with prospective hobbyists and show them about, you know, that the learning about the hobby basics is actually fun. It's really cool stuff that'll make their experience far more fulfilling and interesting. And how's it get solved? Well, it starts with mentoring, of course. It not only starts with people getting excited, not only at the end result, you know, owning a little slice at the bottom, it starts with people getting excited about the journey to get there and learning about how we can make the animals under our care thrive. It's not just about the latest gadgets. It's about the latest information on fundamental care of animals. We should share more information and pictures about the amazing wild habitats from which our fishes come from and discuss how these same processes that happen in the wild apply in our aquariums and how we can replicate so many aspects of nature in our own homes. Not just using the term nature and saying, you know, I put plants in my tank, it's a natural aquarium. Understanding the whole thing. And not in the terms of understanding what products to use, but understanding the processes that happen. It starts by us once and for all embracing the local fish store and the people who work there. Sure, there are tons of stories about ignorant personnel and such, but these are truly the exceptions rather than the rule. Yet, unfortunately, they've somehow seeped into our collective consciousness and contaminated forever many of our views of the local fish store. And that compels many hobbyists to seek out answers they want, or worse, the answers they want to hear from unvetted sources online. The reality is most fish stores and hobby vendors do give invaluable free hands-on advice. 
most attempt to install uh, instill a passion that goes beyond just you know shilling products or you know that's an accusation that's always unfairly leveled upon these people enough's enough just like acknowledging that not online you know not all online coral vendors are photoshop abusing money grabbing deceptive business practicing sharks or that every eBay aquarium advertiser is not a no-service, deceptive sleaze bag working out of the back of his car. We can't keep pinpointing the local fish store as the primary cause of hobby dissatisfaction and misinformation. The local fish store, as I've written about previously, is the first link to the wonders of the hobby, a cornerstone of the hobby culture, and the owners and employees deserve our unwavering support. Like all of us, they deserve the occasional kick in the ass when they screw up, but that's about it. Making a positive hobby changes also starts by continuing to emphasize basic care. Example, how many hobbyists do you know that really embrace a quarantine protocol for any fish added to their tanks? How many hobbyists do you know that would bend over backwards to buy a product that promises the benefits of quarantine without actually doing it? A lot, I'll bet. I mean, we'd all be tempted, right? I mean, how many would really just jump on that because it's seemingly the easier course? Human nature, I guess. As a chorus, we need to support new hobbyists with not only the generosity that we're famous for in the hobby, but with the incredible passion that we curate. We need to give them the good and the bad information. We need to impress upon them that running without learning how to walk first is a very painful way to learn. Fishes, plants, and corals are not just merchandise, and the learning curve should not include exposing them to potentially fatal situations that could have been avoided had the neophyte hobbyists just been properly instructed about their requirements from the get-go. We need to let beginners know that Part of the joy of the hobby is learning about this stuff firsthand by doing it. In this era of instant gratification, it just seems like the hobby is sort of the polar opposite in a way, or at least the way the hobby should be. The vast majority of us get it, but there's a discouragingly large portion of the aquarium-keeping hobby that hasn't learned to, you know, seem to have grasped this concept yet. Let's do our best to help change that. We have it easily in our power to fix this, and it starts with really easy stuff. It really does. Support your local fish store. Support your favorite online vendor. You know, hey, that's cool. (laughs) Support your fellow hobbyists. Actively recruit members for your local aquarium club. Remember, there's no real hacks, no shortcuts in this game. Yet there are always processes. Learn about them. Teach them. And enjoy the journey. Stay inspired. Stay excited. Stay motivated. Stay inquisitive. Stay helpful. Stay generous. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.